You're tuned into the Coin Gamma Podcast, and I'm your host, Fritz Charles. This podcast is about the emerging blockchain and cryptocurrency space. We explore topics that discuss how this emerging technology impacts the world economically, politically, and socially. Every episode is jam-packed with the knowledge you need to know how to leverage this new industry. Whether you want to launch a career in it or you want to become a better investor, this is the place to be. Visit us on CoinGamma.com to sign up for our newsletter. We share all the top blockchain news that you need to know. If you're new to the blockchain, we will walk you through everything you need to know in order to become an expert. Sign up for our webinars where we break down a blockchain-related topic in depth. Again, that's CoinGamma.com. You are about to bear witness, my friends, to one of the greatest technological advances in modern history. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the CoinGamma podcast. Um, it's not every day I have another podcaster on my podcast, but I'm lucky enough to have uh, Mr. Elgin Swift, uh, host of the Crypto Cryptology podcast. Um, yes. And uh, he's, he's here to share some of his insights with us here today. Um, so we're honored to have you, Elgin. Uh, Elgin, thanks for coming on. And, you know, let us know who, who was Elgin and what was he doing before he got into crypto? Uh, I'm doing what I was still doing. Elgin is a, a dude from the Bronx, Yonkers, raised in Yonkers in the Bronx mostly. Okay. Um, you know, kind of made his own way through life. Um, found found cryptocurrency like the rest of us. Uh, saw the opportunity in it. Uh, got into it. Fortunately, before the uh, before a lot of people, not, not too far, but enough where I was able to do okay. Okay. But but now I'm just kind of, you know, someone who believes in the future of it and believes in letting other people know the future of it and making sure that people don't miss out, you know, so just like to spread the word. 100%. But I mean, obviously, everybody has different stories. Like, like, did you hear, did you trust it when you heard about it? Was it through a friend? Was it through um you know obviously if it, if it was if it's if it's through means that you didn't want to you don't want to expose no it's, <laughs> it's all right it's uh you know so i'm a i'm a contrarian by nature so sure. kind of like wherever people don't want to go i tend to go or things that they don't like i tend to like and you know so most people did not trust uh cryptocurrency right 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 trust cryptocurrency that's, that's what drew me to it um i'm gonna say probably like i remember the 2012 or so i almost got into it the first time that's crazy and i was and i was at work and i was like okay i'm gonna put a thousand dollars in bitcoin right 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 let's leave it there and see what happens and you know i was reading about setting up the wallets and you know i got distracted at work and just never went back to it that's crazy so then you go i guess this would be like a year and a half ago two years yeah two years almost two years ago I heard about it again and I heard about, you know, Ethereum and Litecoin and I sure. saw Bitcoin was that. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to make the same mistake again. 100%. So, you know, I locked my office door, kept everybody out my office, set up a wallet because it was real easy, you know, sure. and put, put some money into it. I actually took some of the people that worked for me and said, okay, listen, don't tell me anything. Here's what you're going to do. Take some money and put it in this coin, this coin, and this coin, and we're going to ride this shit out. So like, you know, some people at work were like, nah, I don't want nothing to do with that. Right. Three or four people were like, all right, we trust you. You're a smart guy, you know, and if I lose this money, the same thing I told him, I said, look, I'm putting this money in it. If I lose it, it's not going to change my life. Sure. But but if it turns into something, it can be a, a nice situation. I mean, that's the, that's the golden rule, man. Don't put more money in than you could lose. Right. right. A lot yeah. of people, a lot of people kind of put in a lot of money in, 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 uh, in 17 
and yeah. 18 they were hurting. Um, for yeah. the people that just kind of put play money in or side money in, then, you know, it was a learning experience. So uh, I'm glad that you kind of told your colleagues that's the way to yeah. do, move, right? Yeah, uh, no, it was, it was cool. We got like, I'm going to say, let me think about it for a minute. It was probably like nine times return. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. And so then, you know, like, I don't know if you remember, but I think there was a dip too, like, right? There was like a 48 hour window, I think, where like everything bot not bottomed out, but like things definitely went down like 30% and then went back, went right back up. So I, right. I played on, I played on that too. So as soon as I saw it dipping, everybody at my job was like, you know, what do you do? What am I doing? What do I do? Right. And I was like, well, buy more. Exactly. I said, Look, just take X, take X and put it in there and sell it in 48 hours. Sure. And that's, and that's exactly, and that wasn't because I did any smart technical analysis. It was really just off gut. Right. I mean, and, and so I bought a whole bunch more and then dumped it the next four, within 48 hours. And, and, you know, that was like a 1.5 return in less than 24 hours. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, man. Those were yeah. the times. Those were the times. Um, yeah. But, you know, obviously, in addition to investing, trading and being evangelist at, you know, your workplace, you are uh, you're also in the crypto media um, space, too. Right. So, yeah. you know, tell, tell us about the Cryptology podcast. Why'd you start it? When'd you start it? What's the focus? OK. Uh, I mean, so I was getting tired, not tired, I shouldn't say that, but friends and certain people in the music industry and, you know, different spaces asking me, you know, right, like, yo, right. what should I do? Boom, boom, boom. Like, how do I do it? And one person was like, yo, you should just do a podcast on it. So I was sure. like, I was like, all right, maybe, you know, and originally I wanted to do a podcast on just investing in general. Sure. You know, cause I feel like, you know minorities whether it's you know black brown women you know whoever sure. you know like kind of and i don't even want to say not only minorities but like anybody that just comes from poverty like of course because i come from poverty so right but we, we kind of don't know any of those ins and outs of, of course making money except for going going to work and working for someone else so of course i always wanted to do something on investing um and encouraging people who come from poverty to invest and um, it just so happened, like, I was like, okay, crypto, a lot of people hitting me up and crypto was hot at the time. It was on a run. Of you course. Know, and I went to, um, I went to Loudspeakers Network, the people I knew were there. And I was like, you know, I got this idea. And they were like, cool, let's, let's try it out. You know, we've been on a, a pilot program with them probably now. We're 50, oh, a little over a year now. That's amazing. And, and, yeah. So I brought on, um, originally I had, who my co-host is, uh, Carl, y'all might know him as a, uh, at the underscore the civil right. He was originally like my first guest sure. on the show. Right. And I started it with a different dude, Azeem. And Carl was the first guest and Azeem kind of faded out like for no whatever reason. He was busy and I told Carl like, yo, I just want you to be on the show with me. Right, right, right. Like just stay on the show, like be the co-host. Yeah. And he was on and then my other friend Dutch, who I always do business with, he would just come and like hang out in the studio and yeah. he wasn't really interested in being on the show. Right. But eventually like he would be yelling in the background. Right. And I'm like, you know, always adding shit in. So I remember one time like someone on Twitter was like, yo, just give Dutch a mic. So right. I was like, um, all right, we're going to give Dutch a mic. And, you know, then Dutch just became like a reoccurring uh, person on the show, too. And we kind of, you know, every week we try to bring somebody different on and tell their story and you yeah. know, talk about crypto. Sometimes we'll do non-crypto stuff, a lot of pop culture stuff, because we feel like, you know, that's the bait to lure people in. We're kind of funny and we crack jokes. But no, we also, for sure. 
yeah, give you lessons at the same time. Nah, I love it. I love it. I love it, man. You gotta uh, sometimes you gotta put the medicine in the ice cream. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah right. For sure. Um, yeah. Let's double back a bit. You know, obviously, a lot. You know, for folks, folks that I don't know, you know, uh, I'm a big hip hop head, and for folks that are not hip hop heads. Um, Loudspeaker Networks is like this, this, this huge podcast network um, within the urban, I would say, yeah. ur- urban slash hip hop community. And um, yeah. yeah, one of the one of my like you know fav- most favorite podcasts, um, you know, R.I.P. Combat Jack. He was yeah, on the lot. Yeah. He was on Loudspeaker Network and things of that sort. So how did you how did you connect with Loudspeakers? Like, did they just wanted to kind of do a new podcast, and you happened to well, hit them up at I the knew, same time. I just. Yeah, I just knew people that um, that were behind the scenes. Like, I knew Combat, you know, and he's, like, one of the founders of it. Rest sure. in peace. Uh, A. King who's one of the other founders is who I approached. But, you know, I was friendly with other people who had podcasts there, whether it was Tax, you know, Free Tax. Um, sure. Um, I was on his podcast. And, you know, it was just, like, relationships that I had with people. Believe it or not, I became most cool with A. King because of the Knicks. Like, he right. knew me from the Knicks on Twitter. And we ran into each other one time at a New Year's Eve party, and we was just cool. And, you know, we always talked about, you know, doing a podcast and I guess, you know, it was like just a matter of having a different content, different subject matter, because everybody is doing pop culture or hip hop. Sure, sure. It's a a saturated lane. So this is kind of a a niche mark, niche podcast in a niche space. No, I love the mix, man, because, um, you know, like I said, I'm a hip hop head and my Twitter is crazy because my Twitter is, um, you know, it's like half crypto. Yeah. You know, like the other half is a mix between hip hop and sports. You know what I'm saying? And so it's cool yeah. that you guys, you guys kind of fit cool. in all three. So that's powerful. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, back to, you know, some of the stories that you had as far as like, you know, putting people on. Like, what yep. do you, you know, for people that, you know, this might have been the first time they listened to my podcast. They don't know anything yep. about crypto. Like, what yep. are your, what's your suggestions to people on how they should get started? I always tell people it's like to take the simplest route and I say like Google, Google cryptocurrency, Google blockchain, Google Bitcoin, Google Ethereum, like learn, learn what is blockchain, learn what is um, Bitcoin, learn what is Ethereum and Litecoin and like start with those three, you know, and once you understand those three and how they function and what makes them different, that will kind of open you up to the rest. I would say, you know, definitely read, um, the white paper on Bitcoin um, sure. to give you some history and understand why it started and how it started. Um, and I think like, I don't know, at least for me, like once I start reading one thing and I become passionate about it, I, I just naturally read everything I can right, find. Right, 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 know? right. right. That, that's how I started um, learning about it. And, you know, uh, it, it's not hard. Like, you know, there's way harder things to read and learn. Of than, course. You know what I'm saying? That, that cryptocurrency is just, you know, just in, in taking the time. Like, always say, like, we invest our, most of our day in reading bullshit, whether it's, you know what I'm saying? We be on Twitter. I'll be like, the, you know, people complaining about stuff that isn't really important or being on Vlad TV, World Star. Right, whatever. right, right. You can spend your time in, in such a more productive way. 100%. 100%, man. What do you, um, you know, me. During in 2017, everybody was asking me, right? Everybody. And then yeah. you know, once the bear market happened, um, you know, people were asking me like, "What? Like, a Bitcoin? I thought Bitcoin was dead. You still talking about that yeah. stuff, right?" Yeah, and yeah. so, between the people, the personal conversations you have and your podcast, like, do you think it's? Have you seen it's like hard to kind of keep people's interest? I mean, I think 
Yeah, definitely, because everybody wants easy money. You of know course. what I'm saying? So, so now that the, the gains are not there and the quick flips, although the flips are there, if you really you know spend the time every day, I'm someone who doesn't have that type of time. I just do long-term plays right now. But, right. you know, um, it's hard to maybe get people that aren't already interested, interested a lot harder than what it used to be. Yeah. But, but I think it's just building, you know, mental awareness. Like I might have people that listen to the podcast that are not, that haven't bought anything yet, but they're thinking of investing, you of know, course. and it might not, the stuff, the less that we give in crypto can be applied to anything else. 100%. You know, so you might spark one. Yeah. You might go and buy some stocks. You might have someone who never enrolled in a 401k that might now enroll in their 401k. You know, maybe they want to start looking at real estate, you know, just getting you thinking differently because, you know, we all complain about money, I think. And, you know, talking about like how hard it is to survive or, you know, especially in the tri-state, you know, with the cost of living. And, of and course. Things. But there's really so many ways to get a dollar. Like, you right. Know, you, you just got to go out and get it. Like, you, for me, I tell people all the time, like my job, although I have a good career and I'm compensated well, my job is really just to fund my other dreams. Of course. That's it. That's so it. so I, I'm, I'm always looking at if it's, you know, you got to have multiple revenue streams, whether it's stock dividends, whether it's real estate that I have, you know, cryptocurrency. Like I said, that's a long term play. I got another uh, Airbnb angle that I got. You of know, course. Um, it's just different ways. Like just thinking differently. Stop thinking about stuff that you can buy that. It doesn't make you money. Think about how you could spend your money to make more money. And that's always the message. 100%. 100%, man. That's the gospel right there, man. So, yeah. you know, obviously, you back, going back to hip-hop, man, and do you think you ever see, like, crypto being embedded in, in hip-hop or blockchain being in the music industry? Is there, you think any, is there any parallels or any yeah. use cases there? I think so. I think, I mean, I already know people who are using um, the blockchain to track their publishing, um, okay. Because, because tracing publishing uh, in the music industry is like you know uh, it's like the Wizard of Oz, like yeah. you know, it's the guy behind the, the curtain. So you know I know a guy out on the West Coast, uh, Adrian Swisher. Shouts to him. He's he's got a, a piece of technology that's going to allow you to you know track and monetize your publishing on the blockchain. So it, can, it can't be um, no under the table deals. Right. So I th I think that is. Um, Obviously, an avenue. I think you're seeing rappers involved. I know Nipsey Hussle is involved. Of course. Uh, obviously, Nas owns a piece of Coinbase. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I think uh, as it starts to uh, blossom and become more mainstream, absolutely, because, you know, rappers love to talk about money. So, of course. You, you know, so it's only natural that um, you see that transition. No, nah, no, nah, for sure, for sure, for sure. That's crazy. That's crazy, man. Why Why do you think, it, obviously, you know, there's not too many people that look like us in this industry. So why do you think it's important for people of color to kind of take a look at this and, and keep their eye on it, even though there's a bear market? Um, It's like anything else, man. Like like I said, we kind of miss out on shit because we misinformed, you know? Yeah. And, and cryptocurrency, the beauty of it is it's really no walls. You know? Right, like, right. If you want to get into the, if you want to be a stockbroker, like you have to go down and, you know, you have to, whether you take an internship at a place and, and work for free and, and learn the craft and get fortunate enough to be chosen or, you you know, you want to go into hedge funds, you have to come from an elite school with a referral and oh, a recommendation. Yeah. You know, right. with cryptocurrency, you just got to turn your computer on and do the research. And, That's it. And you could just be a stockbroker. You could, you know, you could make your own plays. So I think I always said, like, even when I was on Complex, I said, you know, there's been a couple of booms in, in the history of um, 
America, and you know, you had the gold rush. Of course. You, know, you had the stock market boom. Of course. You had the dot com boom. Of course. I feel like, you know, the cryptocurrency boom is there. Like, we haven't had the boom per se, you know, although I guess you could argue when it goes from whatever sense it was to 19,000, that's a boom. But, right. You know, I, we're still like, it's a baby, you know? Of so course. You can go to, if right now, if you wanted to learn, let's say, you know, the history of the stock market. You know, right. the amount of reading and, and research and studying that you would have to do to, to, under, to learn the whole history of it is so labor intensive where right. with cryptocurrency, it's, you know, it's 10 years, let's give or take 10 years old. 100%. Yeah, no one is really a true expert. You can become your own expert. And not, not only from like an investing standpoint, like you talk about, you know, you could do day trades and you could do long term plays and make money that way. But I think just becoming an expert in it. There's going to be job opportunities. You know, banks are going to need people that understand crypto. Yeah. Schools are going to need people that understand crypto. You know, yeah. so you put yourself in position to be one of those people, you know, and that me doing the cryptology podcast was really just A, to bring awareness and B, increase my knowledge through the source of my guests. And then hopefully there's an opportunity to then be compensated for, you know, speaking about it or educating people on it. But, you know, I know that's really the long-term play. Like, yeah, yeah. There, there are no experts. Right, right, know? right, 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 right. No, for sure, for sure. I mean, you, you, you kind of summarize my whole, you know, my whole play as well. You know, what I'm saying, just kind of position yeah. myself as a leader. Um, you know, use these conversations to increase my knowledge and uh, increase my brand, man. No, I love it. Um, let's pivot. You know, what I'm saying, go. Let's pivot to the hat, man. You got a beautiful hat. Uh, for those who are listening on audio. Um, yeah. yeah, he's wearing a Knicks hat. Um, uh, you know, I thought I was a big Knicks fan, but then I started following Elgin. I realized I'm not. He's 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 a he's a true Knicks fan. He's probably him, it's Spike Lee and him. Um, yeah, I'm a you know I've I've been a long suffering Knicks fan for 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 a while, but Elgin is about it. Um, so what uh you know what what would it take what would it take for the Knicks to win a chip? Like what's 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 the path? Listen, is bro. that ever gonna happen while I'm alive? I don't know. I'm going to tell you because you know also, besides me being a Knicks fan, I'm an Eagles fan, and I never thought the Eagles would win a chip. Right, and, right. And they won, they won it, and in that year when they won it, if I would have told you in the beginning of the year the Eagles were going to even contend for a Super Bowl, you would be like, no, they're not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So things happen when you least expect it, and I'm hoping that somehow the Knicks figure it out. I mean, they traded Porzingis, um, yeah. which – if you don't want to be here, like, I'm fine. Like, I don't want nobody that don't want to be here. Right. You know? and, and, and now he can go live his life in Dallas and do what he got to do. We got right. a lot of money riding on the summer. Right. Um, historically, we always get our heart broken in free agency. Yes. But, you yes. know, I, I spoke to some people um, on Sunday. I was at a dinner with someone who's at a, who's at a pretty big agency, and they said um, – like, it's a very good possibility that Durant will come. And, and, you know, I probably shouldn't say this, but his agent is looking to leverage Durant into getting a, a job in the front office with the Knicks. What? That's so, crazy. Yeah, so that could be a play. Um, if they get him and Kyrie, I'll be really happy. I, won't, I don't want Kyrie unless Durant comes because I think Kyrie is great as your second best player. Yeah, yeah. We, not, not, not as your first best player. Yeah, we see we see right now with the Celtics, man. He's kind of like unraveling a little bit, being the main dude. A little so, bit. Yeah. So yeah, it's tough. Yeah, it is tough. It is tough, and they had high, they had a high expectations. Yeah. The light turned off on me in my room, That's but anyway. Right. Um. But yeah, no, nah, no, nah, I hear you, man. I you know, 
I'm hoping. I'm hoping the Knicks can kind of are. do something. It's been too worst long. Worst case scenario. Worst case scenario. We got number one, two, or three picks. So yeah, exactly. You know, that happens, man. I think um, you know. I like the fact that I think the front office is is in tune with each other. Right. Um, you know, they're all on the same page. The coach is on the same page. I don't think we've had that in a while, you know, especially under the previous regime. You had sure. general, general manager one page, coach another page, yeah. player different page. I feel like, you know, like Steve Mills and, and Perry and, 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 and Fizdale, like they all are on – they're rowing, they're rowing in the same direction. Yeah. I hate the fact – I mean, Mills – Mills has been he's, – he's been around a little, little bit too long, man. Like, and he uh, – I mean, you know – He's made some good moves, man. But I mean, I was uh, the Tim Hardaway contract was terrible. But um, he's kind of from that old era, like that Isaiah Thomas era. So yeah, but he was, but he was just in charge of garden operations. Like he was just really a business guy. He comes from Chase. I mean, he's a he's a smart dude. So okay. you know, like I don't really have a problem with the Tim Hardaway contract. You know, I thought it was if you look at what other dudes are making, like he was making less than Otto Porter Jr. So right and. You know, he averaged, what, 20 points a game. I mean, granted, didn't have great shot selection. I don't think it was a horrible contract. I think, you know, whatever. It is what it is. He's not here no more. But I, but right. I like I, I like Mills. A lot of people don't like him because of the, the Isaiah Association. But, right. but he's a smart dude. Dude went to Stanford. You don't go to Stanford, like, you right, know right. especially as a person of color. Right, you know? right, 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 right. So I feel like he, he's a good business mind. Let Perry make the basketball decisions and see what happens. No, I hear you, man. I hear you. Listen, man. I'm. Uh, I don't want to keep you. I know you're a busy man. I really, really appreciate you uh, coming on the show, uh, dropping yeah. some gems. Uh, if everybody, if appreciate anybody it. wants to kind of follow you and uh, keep up with what you're talking about, what you're doing, where should they go? Uh, they can follow me on Instagram, Twitter at Elgin.com. That's uh, E L G I N D O T C O M. My Twitter. I'm little crypto, a lot of hip-hop, a lot of sports, and a lot okay. of trolling on my, on my Twitter. Yeah, uh, yeah, same yeah. With my Instagram. But if you want to follow the pod, the pod is uh, at Cryptology Pod. That's on Twitter and Instagram, too. And then just um, Apple, um, the podcast app, SoundCloud, Cryptology Podcast. Um, you know, hit, give us a follow. Leave some feedback. Tell us if you, what you like, what you don't like. If any listeners out there who um, are into crypto, we always open to having different guests Come on and, you know, just, just rock with us. That's it. That's it, man. Really appreciate your time. Yeah, man. Thank you. And it's a wrap for this episode of the Coin Gamma Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Please share it out with members of your network, friends, family, associates. And most importantly, please leave a review on your podcast listening platform, whether it's iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, you name it. That really helps the podcast out. It helps us get more exposure and share our content with more people. And don't forget, we're available to help you out with your blockchain-related projects. Just reach out, coingamma.com. Until next time. Mm-hmm.